Carla. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Creative Reboot. So on one of our recent episodes, we spoke about some of the challenges you might be experiencing working from home or being your own boss. Um, We are possibly a few more episodes on. We're not sure when we're recording this. Um, But one of the things that came up then was that that feeling of kind of loneliness or isolation. And we spoke very briefly about finding or creating a small community of like-minded people um, so you can kind of combat that challenge and to make yourself feel a bit better. Um, We're going to delve a little bit more into this topic today because we feel like there's a huge amount that we could say. We've got some experiences um, about building a community of like-minded people. Um, And we're not short of a few stories, are we? No, definitely not. (laughs) Who gets to go first? Oh, I don't know. Should we dive into networking and see how that pans out? It is my least favourite topic, so I'm I'm okay. a fan of getting the least favourites out the way first, you know. Let's do that then. Go on then. <laughs> why is it your least favourite topic, Sarah? Tell, just... tell us about networking and why you dislike it. Oh, I've always had a real... Th- I don't know whether it's something to do with the whole my fear of public speaking or... Um, I... The experiences, some of the some of the experiences I've had with networking, where it's been very um, sales driven, and it's it's very much about selling to each other in the group, and that drives me nuts. I really fucking hate it. I'm sorry. It's just um, I'm not a salesperson. That's not why I got into doing what I do. I realise that I I need to. I have sell to sell. Yeah, stuff. yeah. That's I have to point. sell yeah. stuff, but yeah. it's just not. I'm not that person who's like, hey, pick me because of this and this, you know, I'd much rather just go and have a chat with some people. Um, And if there's a few people that are like, you're cool, I get on with you and vice versa. That is so much more. I feel like I get a lot more from that. Not necessarily because these people want to buy from me, but then they're going to go away and go, oh, I know this awesome person who is just right for you and tell other people about me instead. For me, that feels yes, that feels like a better kind of those the, the networking groups that I've got on best with have been those kind of groups where it's not about yeah. selling yeah, yeah. within the and group interestingly I would definitely concur and I would say that um the ones that are like that even the ones that have some structure and have definitely have business at the heart of it mm. um the people that I've got on best with from those and the actually the best business relationships including both clients and suppliers and like buying from each other but also in terms of like you say getting to know people finding yeah. people on your wavelength They've been the ones where we have all approached it. We haven't joined in the thing of like, oh, I'll join this group and get some new clients. Yes. It's been, oh, I'll join this group and meet some people. Exactly, yes. Some people will be like me. Some people will give me different perspectives because they don't think like me. Mm-hmm. Um, some will be very similar. And and with that attitude, the group is a nicer place to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, even when, you know, a couple of the ones I'm, I'm a member of um, do have a very, it's not a formal structure, but it is very structured. It's informal, but structured. Um, and they have that lockout thing, which I know we've discussed before and we have mixed feelings on. Mm. Um, but actually, because no one is there specifically purely only to get clients and the people that do rock up purely to get clients don't tend to stay mm. because they just don't fit the yes. general ethos. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a funny one. I think networking gets an unfairly bad rap. Because Only I because of certain, ones. yeah, because of certain groups, and I, I know certain you, groups yeah. and certain people within certain yes. groups who will hound you mercilessly. It's one of these things can... that I actually I notice it quite a lot. Having moved to Canada, because I I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day about how business, the way business is done here in Canada, like small business, is very different from what I left in the UK. I think maybe okay. maybe I was very lucky in the UK, but I came away from there with. 
uh, much more of a community idea about things about the, the the one networking group I really got on well with was very much a community you know we was I, I was a, a wedding photographer at the time and I was one of maybe 15 wedding photographers who would show up to these meetings along with yeah. a few cake makers florists it was all wedding industry yeah. related um and there wasn't that sense of oh you know I'm the best wedding photographer here or the next person saying mm-hmm. I'm the best wedding it was actually we were all wedding photographers all sitting around and going oh my god don't you hate it when you get one of those clients who does this and everyone else would go oh yes I really hate that it was very much that community thing yeah that kind of yeah and I think here in Canada it's still my the majority of my experiences is that it, it feels a little bit like every the small businesses here are trying to take on very corporate personas um mm-hmm. and so there is that whole going networking because they want to um sell their wares they want more clients and um you know so the, the See, that's one so interesting because that feels very 90s exactly yeah and this is the thing i was sort of saying to them because they were like saying to me oh uh how does sort of business compare in the uk to how it does here in canada and i said you know what i said there are some things here in canada you guys are miles ahead on you're very um you're very proactive and uh it's quite refreshing etc but there are other things where you are literally 30 years in the past like what are you doing yeah yeah yeah, exactly and i feel like some a lot of networking here is very much like that it's i've so far it's been two years and so far i've found one group um that i'm actually quite comfortable uh going to because it's not about you, everyone has like a, a little intro pitch thing at the start, but that's it. After that, it's learning something new about business. It's supporting each other when we've got problems, getting to know new people. And yeah, the idea being, oh, this person's cool. I'm going to refer them on to other people because I think I love I love what they're doing. And yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's connections. It's building yes. connections more than building, like you're building your business through building connections yes. rather than building your business through selling at people. Absolutely, which feels yes, much definitely, more definitely. in line with how I like to do things, definitely. That's a very interesting culture because, I mean, there are definitely, you know, when I, I mean, I know now, I know better, I know that actually London is a hub of some amazing mm. groups now. But when I was working in London, um, there were some um, some interesting meetings that I attended and they were just not... They just weren't me. They mm. weren't me at all. I know people who do very, very well out of the very, very formal, very, very structured, very, very safe. Yeah, and I hear that too. Um, yeah. But I also think, I think it's a case of finding where your face fits, but also being aware of where it doesn't. And I've had the great compliment of several people saying, oh, we really need a photographer for such and such a group. And um, it's happened across quite a few groups. It's not one particular group I'm referring to, but there's been a few where they've said, oh, it's this really lovely group. And, um, you know, we really love your work. Which is lovely. Like, I love the compliment that you love my work. But I also know from the ones that I've attended before and from the people I know who go to the ones... I've got a few friends who are in more corporate jobs and they go to these ones. (sighs) There are some more corporate ones where I will walk in and I will not get any work because I just don't look right. Yeah, you don't fit Whereas the ones that I do go to, I get the work because... I am colourful and I am loud and I'm a little bit weird and I wear glitter in the daytime and I wear ball gowns to networking events and there are people who like... I mean, there are also people who are like, she's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) I'm fine with that. That's fine, Um, yeah. the majority are like, ooh, quite like her. Let's have a chat. Yeah. Like, just they want to get to know me and I want to get to know them. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um... And I think that it's a it's a really interesting... It's not something I was so reluctant to start. So I've been networking, like, properly... For about eighteen months now, I think I've just have I just 
maybe not as much as that actually I think I renewed in July after my first year so not even 18 months and it's been massive for my business so although I didn't go there to get clients networking based clients or referrals were something like 45% of my turnover That's last huge, year huge. which is ludicrous yeah. absolutely ludicrous but and not what I expected and not to but, be ignored either when you're running and not to be ignored no yeah. absolutely and that's one of the reasons I've renewed because it has been with this particular group has been um, a spectacularly good thing for my business but I also firmly believe because interestingly not that many of those are people who have booked directly it's people who have got to know me and then when someone else they know has said I really need to get some better pictures from my website. They've gone, oh, Carla. Yeah. And it's that connection which has worked. And then I've met some really awesome people. And I've had, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've had hundreds of conversations. Some go somewhere, some don't. But every single one of them is a new connection, a new person, someone for me to add to my network to be able to pass on. So although I am, but but because I'd had this bad experience with networking in my my youth, (laughs) when I was about 26, I was very, very dubious of anything approaching formal networking, get in a room and talk about your business, because I was like, oh, that's going to be horrible. Talk, um, talk to us about this bad experience. Do you, do you want to talk about this bad experience? No? It's not that relevant, because I was there on behalf of a company. Ah, okay. And I was substituting for the main member. So it wasn't, like... I mean, it wasn't... It was just... But enough for it to actually kind of give, leave you with a, with a feeling, though, even though you weren't there representing your own business. Yeah, so I would say it was actually less about my specific experience. It was more... Because um, I'd, I'd kind of trialled it on the basis that, like, oh, well, you know, they go and, and then people know each other. And people kept raving about it, like, oh, you get so much business out of it and you get referrals and it's great. Um, and I was making jewellery at the time. So I thought, well, I'll go and visit off my own bat as well. And I went to a different group because I thought that would be a better like you know fresh start sort of thing and also in london they're like two a fucking penny they're everywhere so you can just hop on the tube and go to another one which is great <laughs> um and, and that's one of the things actually i miss about london is that everything is so close together yeah. i mean i know it's not close together it take you an hour to get across town but you can just hop on a tube and be somewhere a completely different neighborhood with a completely different feel and i love it yeah anyway so tried this one and i did only last one meeting um Partly because it's like some networking can be very expensive. Again, yeah. for me, the ones that I've chosen that have fitted me well, and I visited every ne- every meeting I could get my hands on to see what the fit was like, and I only joined the ones that I felt were a good fit. That's been a really good, and obviously they've more than paid themselves back like many times over. This one, I think partly I was very young and I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really know how to conduct myself at such a meeting. But the impression that I was overly left with was it was just very pushy Uh. so they wanted to know how much business you'd passed and they wanted to know you know how much how many people you'd referred and how much business you'd given so many people and how um it just felt very forced to me it didn't feel like a natural like oh well i like this person so i'm gonna refer them i trust this it was more like oh well they're in my group so i'll refer them and i genuinely thought that that was what all networking was like Mm. and actually it's been really interesting getting to know several other groups which are much more again they're structured but they're much more informal um and I think they do work quite hard in their own marketing to be like, hey, we're not like this. We give you the opportunity to talk about business. We are business focused, but yes. we are not. Um, do you know that, and... that experience you're saying there actually does kind of gel with some of my experiences of some of these okay. groups in that um, it was it was almost like there was a it was a real sense of competition, first of all. To, that it was, yes. It, I don't know whether... It's like doing the pick me dance. Isn't it is it? Like, the pick oh, me dance. Look at me, but also, look at me. Look at me. Look how many biz- look how many um, bookings I've had. You know, and and, yeah. and very there was a real sort of arrogance about it. And I yeah. kind of wonder if um, some of that was 
to do I feel like it's probably from years gone by when probably a lot of these networking groups were majority male um yeah because I mean I feel like I don't that there is probably some statistic statistic out there about how um small business has become much more populated by female business owners in recent years yes um, but also I think because a lot of the tradition so all interestingly all of the groups I currently go to are lunchtime. Mm. So they are they start at 11 or 12-ish um, and we have lunch as part of the group. I mean, it's not it's not about the lunch, but the lunch is there. It's a lunchtime thing. Yeah. Crucially, that means it's not during the school run, it's during school hours, and it's not during the afternoon school run mm. either. And those are deliberately more female-friendly, I think, yes. than, than most networking groups. So there are some amazing networking groups. Don't get me wrong, like not all the early morning ones are shit. I've been to some amazing early morning ones. But if it runs between 7 and 9 in the morning... Sadly, I know it's 2020, but most school runs, mm-hmm. most childcare is still done by women. Yeah. So that means that women aren't going to go exactly. because they've got to get their kids to school. So it's, you know, and it's all very well being flexible and running your own business, but schools are not as flexible. I also partly think there about the timing because I yeah. there's, a, there's a group that I've been invited to several times and they meet at something like ridiculous, like six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the last time I saw that time of day was you know when I worked for the ambulance service and had to be up yeah. for the start of my yeah. shift or getting on a plane when you're going on holiday exactly I'm yes. to get up early for that I yeah, don't yeah, mind getting up early for that definitely but it's that mm-hmm. that um I mean and I get the premise of it of meeting up before you go and start your day at work so it's not encroaching on that but mm-hmm. so I think that's a really lovely idea but I'm you know maybe it's just because I'm a creative person but I don't want to get up at that time of day to go and sit and sell, really sell myself though. to people because one of the really lovely ones that I know of um, that's local um, that is morning and I know the people that run it and they're really lovely and every now and again they email me and they're like oh Carla it would be so nice if you came along it's on Zoom now you can and I'm like I know but I go to bed two hours before you start <laughs> like I'm just not it's not that I don't want to come to your no. group I know your group is great like you know the groups I've been to that you guys run have been so good but I physically can't like you don't want to see me after two hours sleep. Nobody <laughs> is going to like. That's not going to be good for connections, for business. For like, it's not going to reflect well on you or on me. Let's just not do that. Yeah. Like two hours sleep is not enough. So, um, and then bless her, she was like, "Oh, you could go to bed a bit earlier." I was like, no, no, no. That's not what happens. It doesn't work like that. No. Um, interestingly, it does for clients. So this week, because I've got some client stuff that's early, um, I am going to bed much earlier. Um, but for networking, I feel like well, there are ones that fit around my time scale so I don't want to do the early ones. exactly you and you've got having the said that I do know that for people who are early risers it works really well for them and that's why I think it's really important there should be and again if you guys are if you guys listening if you're thinking of trying networking it is so important that you try a whole range of them yes. do not try one and be like well, not for me yeah if you find one and it's great brilliant but if you try one and you're like I would definitely visit some more at different times different venues different places different that's like actually very good groups. advice because I've I was that person I went to one yeah. networking group and I was like oh, this is not for me I'm never doing this yeah. again but yeah. I was luckily persuaded to go to a different persuaded and that's a really good thing and as I say you know if I'd if I'd gone by my previous networking experience I would never have had nearly half of my business last year which is like I mean I know I would have made up business from elsewhere but like who throws that kind of you know I mean it's huge well I say if I hadn't found this group I actually wouldn't have found friends to be honest so I've actually because I've made friends from from this group I was going to say that's that's the next thing is that actually more than business so I mean the business thing is one of those stupid measurable things isn't it you can measure I can measure because I track where my clients come from and how they found me I can measure where my business comes from Mm -hmm. but more importantly 
like there are women there who I do count as friends. It's still early days. It's only a year. We see each other once a month. Obviously, COVID, we've done a lot of Zooming rather than normal chatting in that year. Mm. But um, we have supported each other through COVID. We had a little mini accountability thing. We had some like, you know, just, oh shit, on WhatsApp type message. You know, we're just like, you know, you need someone to just go, ugh, at. Like, yeah. oh, there's things happening someone, I want to do. And, yeah, someone who yeah. gets it. Because yes. yes. I can do all of those things with a bunch of friends that I have. But yep. if they don't run businesses of their own, so they don't, they, they'll, no. you know, they'll, they'll give me the hand patting there, there, oh, you know, that sounds really shit. But they don't really know yeah. what to say because they don't really know where I'm coming from. Yeah. And I think the other thing that's been really interesting. So I'm very lucky that I have like you and I've got Leo and, you know, I've got I've got my far flung kind of really close friends mm. who are everywhere from London to Ireland to Canada. <laughs> Maybe it's me to Reading to Woking. I've got people in too many places. Anyway, ev- Hey, it means there's always somewhere for you to crash if you ever want to go stay in other places. I know, but there is a bit of a pattern here, isn't there? Is all the people that are like closest to me have like fucked off miles (laughs) away. No, I'm sure that's not the case. Anyway, no, Um, but I've got people. You know, I'm very lucky that I've got people scattered around. But like you say, not all of them. Some of them do run businesses. Some of them don't. Um, Locally, I've got an amazing group of friends. Again, some of whom are entrepreneurial, some of whom aren't, and they're very, very supportive. What networking has given me is business-focused friends who live near me. Yes, yeah, that's true. Like within, within. I mean, some of them are in the next village. A couple of them are in my village. Mm. Few of them live further than sort of twenty miles out, and that's really lovely because that means there are physical humans around. Or if you want to run like a joint workshop or a, it's it's just much easier to do and and it's just nice to have you know it means you can have physical meetings you can meet up and have coffee and cake and thrash stuff out on a flip chart pad together which is it's doable online you and i have done pretty well doing stuff online but it's not quite the same is it no so Um, that's i think if you're looking for local and i think a lot of people if they move um, or if they leave a job and their their friends were job based my friends that are job based are still fucking fantastic but they're not around yes in the day yeah and i'm generally looking to do stuff in the day in the week because mm-hmm. that's what i'm working yeah um and if i see them in the evening they want to socialize because they're not working at that which i think is totally reasonable so it's finding people like you say that are on that wavelength and i think that's that's well that's the crux of this whole episode isn't it, it is. is to find the people that are on your wavelength but my, my biggest takeaway for networking would be don't be put off by don't be put off by structure i have surprised myself by really enjoying the structure um because otherwise my squirrel brain i'd go off and i'd have you know five conversations with eight different people and it would be great or more likely eight conversations with three people but either way around i'd have lots of conversations with a, a number of people and then i would come home and realize i hadn't picked up their business card i didn't know what the name was i had no way of contacting them again and they would know me as like the weird mermaid girl with the hair <laughs> but they wouldn't actually know who i was because i wouldn't have actually said oh i'm carla watkins and i'm a photographer yeah. um so the structure has actually given me a way of like grounding my tendency to waffle mm. Um, and I found that from a business point of view I found that helpful but also from a friend point of view because when you've just met 20 people in a day you do kind of need that I'm Carla and I do this Mm. I'm Sarah and I do that a bit like we do at the beginning of every episode of Creative Reboot exactly yeah because this might be the first time you've come across us but even if it's the 10th time you've come across us it's quite nice to reinforce our names who we are and what we do yes I and I found that quite helpful. And uh, just going back to that that advice of not being put off by one group, because there mm. there there are, like you say, so many different groups, and it's not it's not a one group fits all situation. Um, you know, you know, for the kind of person you are and the kind of thing you're the industry you're working in and and everything. So. Um, yeah it is a case of and and it's amazing actually how many groups there are out there Mm -hmm. and not necessarily 
just through Zoom or, you know, what we're doing currently or face to face, but even in other places as well, things like forums and um, yes. looking on places like Meetup and mm-hmm. I think even Eventbrite puts on a We've lot of... also had a few, um, say, around here, so Colchester-based, there's a couple of mum-based yes. ones, which are mum-friendly, child-friendly. They have, like, creches for the kids or at least space for the kids. You know, you can bring your child and not feel like, oh, God, my child might scream all the way through. It's it's designed for that. Yeah. And they are held in a couple of... In fact, I think that one of them might be run by one of the coffee shops that it's held in. Ah, so, so it's, it's actually it's, worth looking... It's always looking... worth looking at, like, your local announcements or, like, having a... If there's somewhere that looks like it would be a good venue, have a look, because there's, there's a good chance they're yeah, already running like something. Yeah, like community halls, all that kind of place community stuff, halls, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, anywhere that's like anywhere that's a kind of independent co- in fact I think most of our independent coffee shops host something mm. whether it's co-working or something we have like actually the moment, um, that's a bit different, but... co-working spaces as well that actually have um, yes, like and they uh, often meeting have actually and that can be a really good place to look actually so um, we have uh, one near us that has very tech based so if you are a tech based business or related to a tech based business mm. you've got very specific networking for that there because that's what that building does yeah. and I think that's a really good thing um so yeah so i think it's it's well worth having and you'd be amazed what is on your doorstep you know my village is not that big colchester is not the biggest town ever but between the two i, I could probably go networking three times a week if i wanted Absolutely. to different places it's yeah. insane so and i think as well like i mean i think i've become that person that every time someone talks about a business or marketing or they're like oh i don't really know how to get clients like it's a bit quiet i'm like go networking it's great and they're like oh you're one of those cult people <laughs> Um, do you know sometimes some of them are actually seen as a bit cultish as well aren't yeah they? So. i mean don't get me wrong i'm very cultish about wizard school and about you know rainbows and glitter and unicorns i'm not actually cultish about important things yeah i mean those things are important you know what i mean yeah um no but i think it's it's, it's enthusiasm because mm. it has been a game changer for my business it's been massive for my business but it took a lot of finding the right one yes the other thing i would say before we move on away from networking because it is your least favorite thing after all <laughs> is that if you can't find what you're looking for start one absolutely yeah it doesn't have to be massive it can be three of you having a coffee talking about business and it can grow from there uh, do you know what actually that's exactly the mentality i had when i'd had this bad experience with networking here that i was like oh i can't do this every week i just I haven't got it in me <laughs> that's not that's not what you want when you go in is it like oh god it's this again it was painful it was the pain most painful <laughs> sounds it hour, hour and a bit of my life basically and i was just like can't can't go back there and also that's not what you went self-employed not, for is no. it it's not what any of us went self-employed for to sit in a room thinking Ugh. the best part of it was the breakfast that i got to eat so <laughs> say it's not about the food it's not about the food it, it was the whole thing it's just oh it's it's a the mlm is a very big thing here let's just say that and there was oh, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. it there and it just yeah it, it made it very difficult for someone like me who's nowhere near not exactly yeah. um but so actually what i did one of in a sort of fit of despair before i found a group that i really got on with I thought, Do you know what, I am. I'm going to create my own little group. And I, it wasn't a face-to-face thing the, at the time because I didn't really know anybody. I set up a group on Facebook. Um, I called it Business Bitches because it was, um, I like that. it was... I wanted something that was very decidedly out there and was going to put off people as and well it, as attract I was going to say, it quite nicely self-selects, yes. doesn't it? Though? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's great. It's it's it has grown actually. I've got, I think I've got something like fifty odd members in there now. Oh, of, that's really cool. Yeah, of yeah, like mostly local definitely. business ladies. But I have actually just recently opened it up and thought, you know what? Let's have you anywhere in the world if you want to be part of it. So oh, that's really cool. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, that's nice. and all we do, and I've made it really clear in there. This is not about selling to each other. This is about supporting each other. 
Yes. Um, and it's yes. about... And I'm the same with mine, actually. Yes. So mine... I mean, mine, very similarly, it says... I think the introduction to it says... I mean, it's mostly from my site people mm. come through, but if you happen to trip over it on Facebook, it says, it says something like, are you puzzled as fuck by the world of work? <laughs> um, or the traditional world of work? And it's like, well, I kind of want people... I have heard people say, but why would you say that? And I'm like, well, that was me. Yes. I want people. If you if you if you're not resonating with that, that's fine. Exactly. Maybe this is not the place for you. But also, if that even, if even you've a little had bit that goes, thought, oh, then the, yeah. If you've had that thought, yeah. there are other people and, who and have. And there might, you know, I'm very much for people who. So mine is is um is the improper job collective, which is maybe slightly less punchy than business bitches. No, I love it. That's what it's I really great. like that. But it, it feel because because my clients span that that whole spectrum of just thinking that maybe there's more to life than this. Yes. To I've been self-employed for 23 years. Um. Yeah, I I felt that fitted quite nicely, and uh, very similarly, it's it, there's there's a prompt every weekday in there, yeah. um, but only every now and again do I go, oh hey, what are people selling? We do sell yeah, stuff. Yeah. We're actually really good at what we do. Let's let's have a chat about Absolutely, that. Absolutely, I'm the same. Um, yeah, and I think some business has passed through that, but the primary point of the group is to have a safe space. To exactly, because you know stuff, we all want stuff. to actually. Yeah, you, it's it's a bit like the. Um, uh, the water cooler vibe, isn't it, in an office? You want somewhere yes. where you can go yeah, and have yeah, a moan about, oh, yeah. I've got this bloody report I've got to fill yeah. in and it's really annoying me, you know, Absolutely. having that kind of atmosphere. I also, interestingly, I've said, because a, a couple of people have said, oh, because I've got a few other photographers in there and there's a few other people who, like, clash with other people. Um, and that's fine. I don't, I don't have an issue with that at all. Um, but... Um, I've had a few people say to me, "Oh, I don't know, that's a bit weird." And I'm like, "Yep, I encourage you to use the block button. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, if you don't want to see what other people are posting, just block them. Yeah, it's fine." Um, I have had some, yeah, I've had some issues with my Facebook group, like oh. with people. Why and, do people like, like to get so precious? Facebook honestly? and stuff. But it's, it's again, I think that's one of those things that I think you have to remember if you've, and actually that's the joy of it, if you've set it up. Apart from when Facebook itself throws a hissy fit, yeah. which I've also had interesting, and then you can't do very much about that. You just have to deal with it and try and <laughs> rebuild it. Yeah. But um, if it's if it's the people within it, you can actually pop in and go, do you know what, guys? This is not what this is about. Mm. You can stop doing this or you can leave. Yeah. It's entirely up to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, I've not had to do that yet, actually. People have been really good. Um, but it's been, yeah, it's, it's lovely having your own space where you can, you can set the rules. Absolutely. Um, and I, I would imagine that's especially, I mean, I've been very lucky that I have found, you know, offline spaces that I fit. But if you can't or you just don't fancy that, start your own. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that. I say, because yeah, really wh- whatever quirk or nuance that you might experience yourself, there will be somebody else out there who mm. will have the same thought and think, oh, bloody hell, why didn't I set this group up? Um because I'm sure we've all done that as well before. Gone, oh, I should have said that. Yeah, <laughs> and it might be as well that you just want a different focus. You might be that you want. I mean, I deliberately decided. I mean, we'll talk about industry people in a minute, mm. but um, I deliberately decided, and I think you did the same. You wanted people who loved words, but not necessarily just copywriters. Yes. I want people who are looking to improve their um, business knowledge, their business skills, and their business image. But they're not just photographers. They're not just potential clients. Mm. They're just people that like my style, like what I write about. Do you know what I mean? They're not. I'm looking for like-minded people, yes. like-minded humans, more than I'm looking for a specific, you do this, therefore you can come in. Exactly, sort of yeah. yeah. Um, that like, But I again, guess, if you decide... Oh, go on. I was going to say, that like-minded people aspect, I think, is really um, an important point to make there because it may be that actually um, maybe you're, you know, what you do is so niche, there is, there is no one like you, but... Yes. There are people who understand because they and who run their think own. Like yes, you. exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, definitely. and I think that's just as important um, as as actually having people who do the same thing as you. 
it's maybe a funny thing to draw a parallel between, given that it's not about getting new clients. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not really about getting new clients. But actually, if you draw the parallel between how we now define our ideal clients. So in the 80s, it was all about, oh, they are ABC women with X amount of money and they live in this. Do you know what I mean? It was very about what they had and what they did. Mm. And now it's much more about how they feel yes. and where they hang out yeah. and what do they, what are their problems and what are the things that bring them joy and what do they do for fun mm-hmm. and like what do they crochet and that kind of thing. Okay, maybe mine has crochet, maybe not everyone's <laughs> ideal client crochets, but you know. And I think if you extend that to networking, because it's not, it's that ideal client exercise is about connection. Yes. More, it's not about money, it's about connecting with the right people Absolutely. for you to give them their service, you to exchange your service for their money and everyone to be happy. Yeah. So, similarly with networking, it's about finding you know where do they hang you know are are you going to set up a networking group for people who read a specific magazine because maybe that's the thing that brings you all together yeah or are you there's actually i think in i think in colchester there's quite an effective um vegan network um and it's not just for business by a long shot there are a lot of vegan businesses that are part of it because it's obviously and it works really nicely because everybody has the same core belief yes um needless to say i am not particularly they're very nice people and i you know i know some of them I have not been to one of the meetings because I'm the least vegan person in the history of the known universe. <laughs> she is a carnivore However, through and through. <laughs> I am a carnivore through and through. Um, and even stuff like butter. Like, yeah, I couldn't give up butter. I give up butter you know, I know. So. Um, but I have the greatest respect for them. And I can see actually as a group, they work really well because they there's this core thing which has got actually in lots of way reasons fuck all to do with their business. You know, unless apart from the people that are doing vegan food. But there are some people that are... They're just vegan people running a business. But because of that, they resonate with that community and the community resonates with them. And it's just a really lovely, it's just lovely. It works really nicely. um, In a similar vein, I've found groups here. Actually, I was looking for groups when I was in the, in the midst of not being able to find networking groups that I was enjoying and, and looking for people that I could actually, you know, engage with. I started looking at other things. So I looked at, I found a, um, a local hiking group and, um th- you know things that with with similar interests to the things that i wanted to just to kind of almost maybe not necessarily like you say not about business and having and having all business people there but you may find you go to something like a hiking group and find three or four people who also run their own businesses and you can yeah you know yeah. and you've both both or you've all got a, a joint interest in hiking as well so even more that you can talk about yeah. so i think it can also be about things that we touch briefly on times of day but if you're looking particularly if you're looking to start something have a think about the time of day that suits you mm. and whether you'll then find... Because, like, so I've got a couple of friends who um, have sort of said to me, oh, you know, I um, I just don't understand how you perk up at night time. I just don't get it, you know, by 10pm. And it's true, you know, we'll go around and we'll have chats and we'll all get together and it's lovely in normal times. But even on Zoom, to be fair, we'll get together and it's lovely. And then there's a couple of us who, by 9.30pm, are just starting to, like, get going. Yeah. And then there's a couple of us who are like, guys, this has been so nice, but I've got to go to bed. <laughs> And I'm like, it's 9pm. I'm starting work at this point. Like, what? But equally, those are the people who actually, if there was a breakfast catch-up, they would go to the breakfast catch-up. Yeah. I would skip the breakfast catch-up, but I would be so there for the like evening cake. Yeah. So I think if you're looking to start something yourself, have a think about timings as well as who you want to be there. Um, similarly, if you're looking to connect with, say... Um, fellow parents, then during the school day is probably a good starting point. Business owners who work entirely for themselves, school day, um, like during the day is good, weekdays. If you're looking for people who are also side hustling, evenings and weekends mm, are going to be better. Absolutely. Because a lot of people have the nine to five or, or a version of that nine to five. Yeah. Um, 
and actually something I've been thinking of for a while is like um so all the dance classes and things that I went to um they were all evenings and weekends although most of those classes also have a daytime version um but when I was working I couldn't ever make it to the daytime version and now I'm in the habit of going to the evening ones so it's it's an interesting like I think it's an interesting thing to think about and I think um in terms of building so you've recently also started an accountability group haven't you? I have recently yes yeah, how's how's that it was actually been? through that business bitches group there was um oh okay that's cool. uh, one of the members popped up in there and she said oh she said um I could really do with an accountability partner is there anyone kind of looking for one um which uh, actually she then got a couple of comments very quickly from people who were like oh me I, you know I'd, I'd love that as well uh, and I think it's it's literally as there's a, there's four of us, but I dived in and said, hey, why don't we set up a little, just a little, um, we have it set up as a Facebook chat. Um, mm. And I started off by, um, I think I, I, I said, oh, you know, what I'll do is I'll put a post on Monday and we can list goals for the week and then sort of check in at the end of the week, see how things are getting on. Actually, it's kind of um, evolved from that now, mostly because... Uh, a, a couple of members said weekly goals are really tough for them. They find it really difficult to do because of their other other um, mm-hmm. uh, commitments. So actually, we said we had our first monthly uh, meet up on Zoom the other day, uh, and we we've listed our sort of goals for the month and actually helped each other. It was quite nice to have a chat as well because one of one of the members yes. sh- she will not mind me talking because she listens to this podcast. I know she does. Amazing. Uh, uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna name her Mandy. Hello she'll be very pleased about that <laughs> um she uh, one of the things she said was she struggles to actually break down the the, the goals into sort of suitable tasks into the small bits yes yes yep. so we were talking about she said oh you know one of my big goals is i really want to get organized i want to build systems in place i said well let's start small then buy yourself a diary and get yourself a wall planner because that's those are the things she's like oh okay yes that works i can do that this month so she's now got things to yep. work towards yep, yep. this month you know and it's, i think it's definitely yeah. having that little group it's having yeah because funny enough i have a similar similar group which i think we touched on briefly in the last mm. um, the last time we talked about this but um and there's seven of us yes and um we are all at varying stages of our businesses um which is also really nice actually because you can always learn from absolutely people ahead of you in the process like behind you i don't mean behind in a bad way but as in like people who are early i think even the person business than you the person who's right at the front of the queue will probably have and, things oh, to learn from the newer people who bring, are bringing new do. information in yep, yeah yep, you absolutely mm. do and it's actually it's a really interesting mix because we came from a course which was about business startups but at least three of us already had fairly established businesses yeah. but we'd gone to the course to be like oh is there anything we're missing yes. we've been doing this for long enough now maybe we should just have a look and see if anything's changed you'd be surprised um, what, what changes yeah, and, yeah. and again you know and again i went to that partly with the intention of of learning some stuff because i'd gone full time and i was like well actually it's it's a while since i've been on a business course yeah. i can run a business i have been running a business for some time but you never know when you can learn more stuff and also i was like a course for women starting businesses yes i'm probably going to find some like-minded humans there Absolutely. It's probably going to be a good source of new friends yeah. um and it has been it's been great um but that little group very similarly we we often help um in fact the the um, the lady who's kind of facilitated it and has kept it running because left left to the rest of us it probably would just be like oh we'll do it but we're busy but we can't but we're doing it she's been great it does need one person to take charge and go right now come on we're doing this at this time absolutely yeah and actually i'm missing so it is actually running this evening and i've missed it this evening but meh i'll just be better at scheduling next time (laughs) um they're fine but um she in fact 
given the time, I imagine they've well finished and gone to bed for now. <laughs> However, <laughs> but she's great. And she's um, formulated a worksheet, which she prints, um, she prints, she emails to us to print every week. I mean, she was bringing it in person, but obviously we're not meeting in person anymore. Um, and it has your goals. And then it has the like breakdown bits of your goals. It's, it's, it's very simple, but it's so nice yeah. to have that every month. I have it to refer back to. You go, oh yeah, I was going to do this. And oh yeah, I can do that. And then there's always the chance to talk about, to, you know, discuss what, like you were saying, to break down the bits or to yeah. like bounce things off people. And I just find it so helpful. Um, and I'm very lucky that I've got a similar one for, for friend stuff so I can do you know, my life goals and my business goals yeah. and they kind of intertwine and there's a few bits that cross over. And I think I've progressed much further since I've had those because of that because of that accountability, because of that community and because there's other people cheering me on. And do you know what that's... Yeah, that's I was just going to dive in and say there that, that, that making yourself accountable to other people... Um, mm-hmm definitely for me it, it gives me the kick up the ass that i need to actually get the stuff done because i don't want so the day before you look at the stuff and you go oh, shit, shit i was supposed to do this yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. let's do the thing yeah exactly the same yes yeah you exactly do. Because you do. You... and i'm okay with that it's... i'm okay with that exactly that it's, always, it's always that trying ass. to save space isn't it and you don't want to turn up to the group and go no i didn't achieve my goals this week well actually it's, <laughs> do you know it's not even so much that it's also been interesting for me there's been a few things that i've persistently put on my list and not done yes like a bullet journal, I move them from month to yeah. month. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'll do that. I'll do that. Just becomes the thing that you repeatedly write. I know there's a pandemic. I'll do that in June. Yeah. And then it got to about, I think it was June or July, and one of the ladies was like, Carla, do you actually need or want to do that thing anymore? And I was like, shit, no. Mm. And it, it hadn't because it was on my list. I was just, just you know, moving it across yeah. because that's what you do. And I'm a bullet journaler, yes. so that's what I do. I move shit across. I know the whole point of bullet journaling is that eventually you look at it and you go, I've written this down 43 times, take it off the list now. <laughs> or do something Obviously with that it. was not yeah, working yeah, for me. Exactly. Well, it's only been like three months, so I was like, well, you know, put it over for a fourth month, <laughs> it'll be fine. I've got at least three more and, books I can write this in yet, you know. <laughs> right, and, um, and loads more pages, and I can do it in different fountain pen colours. It'll be fine. And then um, and then just, just the... And that was the really nice thing is that, A, they care enough and they listen enough. But because it's a consistent thing that goes on, we know a little bit about... We don't know loads about each other's businesses because the focus is obviously when you're doing it is on your own yes. accountability. But enough for her to go, mm, you said that last month and the month before. Is it actually something you need? And I looked at it and I was like, not really. Mm-hmm. And there were two things. One I've just taken off completely and one I've just put back to December because it's just not essential right exactly. now. And there's things right now that I need to do right now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah i found that really interesting it was a really good i I feel like that actually well we've kind of moved into the communities haven't we yes um i think in that sense um yeah people connection connection and people and and accountability is a a quite a potent mix absolutely i think it's also that um just having some extra eyes and ears and stuff on on your on your uh, business to, to come up with new ideas that you might have not considered mm-hmm. before you know I'm a great or one spot for weird shit you're doing that you don't realize exactly you're doing. like why are you doing that yeah, yeah. It's, it's that whole thing yeah. about like you know if I, if I say to someone oh I just I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong I think I feel like I need to change something but I don't know what it is and they can look at it with with fresh eyes and go well why don't you change this thing and I'll I will probably know this answer but until someone has told has pointed it out to me, I'm like, oh, it's like a blind spot. You just don't see it. I also, actually, I also quite like it. So, I mean, we've got quite an established little group now, which is lovely. But it is officially open, I think, if if people from the same course want to join. Um, 
Although we don't want the numbers to get enormous yeah. because the nice part of it is it being quite intimate and quite small. I think that's really and important. with seven of you, you always get at least three or four of you turn up, yes. even with like life commitments and stuff each month. So then because that shifts every month, you always get to see everyone every few months and that works really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do also quite like when you meet somebody totally new. And I think this, this fits both with accountability and meeting like-minded people and just like self-awareness, yeah. I guess. Um, so and I remember and this was I mean I've had I've done it a few times since but the one that stands out to me a few few years ago a few years ago God probably about eight seven a number of years ago <laughs> between four and eight <laughs> between four and eight because yeah. I literally can't remember <laughs> um, I met up with a friend from my free range humans days and uh, I mean I'm still obviously a free range human but. Uh, we'd been all of us had got together we'd gone to London every month we, we'd all done stuff very regularly when we were kind of first in the in the first flush and then as we all kind of got off and did different things we met up less and less often anyway I'd not seen her for I don't know two three years at this point and we were like oh it'd be really good to get back together and like have a chat um so we did and we chatted and she said okay tell me everything tell me everything from the beginning oh my because God. it's been so long since i've seen you and we've had all these little snippets of conversation we were never like close close but we'd always got on well but we'd always had these little snippets of conversation when there were like 15 of us meeting up all at once she'd tell me everything from the beginning so i did and then she told me everything from the beginning and then we both sat back and went fuck <laughs> the stuff that has just come out i'm like oh that's why oh oh there's a bit of my business story i need to like and it was amazing because it's so rare that you I mean, actually, for me, it's surprising. And over lockdown, it's been amazing, actually, as I've had new people, I've had old people I've reconnected with. And so I have been telling my business story in all its gory, like, long-windedness um, to several people. But every time someone has asked me my story, I've pulled out another bit that I've gone, oh, look, that was in there. Yeah. That's really... I'm going to stick that on my about page. Oh, that would be really good for a social media... Po-. Like, you don't often get to look at your own story in one go. Yes. But when you meet somebody new you get theirs and yours mm. and I really love that like I think it's a really interesting way to it's a little bit of a diversion but it's not really it's, it's community but it's the way that like again having other people can kind of spark different stuff in you yes um and that's why it's so important to actually you know go out and find those people it's it yeah. might take a while sometimes it's the you know those yeah. people aren't necessarily gonna immediately appear but and there might be a little bit of icky like hi I'll I'll do the vulnerable bit first yes so you can then and I'm really good at that. I apparently have no shame. So I'm just like, hi, there was this thing that I found really awkward. Ah, here we go. Here's my icky story where I come off a bit weird. Um, and then, then people tell me all the innermost secrets and then we're friends forever. And then we have to be because then we know innermost secrets about each other. Exactly. And we can't not be friends with someone when you know that, right? Yeah. But God, I didn't actually take a breath there. <laughs> Even by my standards, that was fast. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a good... I'm not quite sure what the point I'm trying to make is, but there is a point in the depths of my head somewhere um it feels a little bit yes. like um sort of suggesting because obviously one the thing you think about with community is finding a group of people it doesn't necessarily need to be a group of people it could just be one person yes, yes. um and i think actually it's well yes it kind of is it's one person but also that actually the bond in a small community mm. can be as or more yes meaningful uh productive meaningful potent pick your pick your adjective pick your positive adjective (laughs) pick your positive adjective there's a tongue twister um than a massive group and i think it's finding what works for you what combination works yes like yeah um i actually think going back to networking i think i'm a better networker 
in the bigger groups and the more formal groups because I have these small intimate conversations at least once a month mm. and obviously we have the chats in between and stuff as well um because also I can say to them oh I've got this thing that I want to pitch in the net and I don't want to be salesy but I you know I need to get this across I've got this offer or my thing or whatever and I can say to them this is what I'm going to say what do you think and I can get feedback from real actual humans and I think that makes me a better business person yeah absolutely actually yeah I agree mm. with that as much as it pains me to have to speak up in a big group, yeah, I get that. Mm. It does make, mm. yeah. But actually, even more so, if you hate speaking up in a big group, if you practiced it with three times in a group in a smaller group first, it's going to be easier, even if it's still awful. And I think actually, even if you still hate it, yeah. you know I mean, yeah, not that you're ever awful when you speak, oh. but you know what I mean. It's, it feels awful, even if it's not awful. I've got this. It, so. I've got this awful habit of going bright red. I don't, and I, I have not been able to stop That's it. Amazing. Yet. It's awful. As soon as I start even thinking about it, it just happens. But um, the the thing, I mean, it, it going along, gone. No, I was going to say, is COVID a good thing because you can just wear a mask and pretend that's not happening? <laughs> no, but you, you no. can't do that on oh, Zoom, okay. so it doesn't really work, really. Oh, so. yeah, true. But yeah, um, yeah the, the thing I kind of have learned, especially in the last 12 months, is despite all of that happening, I still force myself to do these thing, this thing because, yes. because I get a lot more from it than the embarrassment of, you know, having to stand up and talk in front of people for 30 seconds or whatever it's Mm -hmm. once that bit is over um the rest of it i get so much more from from yeah yeah, so it's worth that yes and actually i am finding it's getting slight it is getting better it's just one of those things i have to definitely i mean the first i mean i'm good at speaking in public but somehow standing up around a networking table i said it i have no idea what i said my first couple because i sat down and i was all shaking yeah, yeah. like where the bloody hell did that come from like that's weird <laughs> and i've done big stuff you know i've done big talks and i've done big performances and i've not been that nervous yeah. but i think because it was that weird cross between public speaking and like quite intimate because there are only 15 or 20 people around the table so it's not like a big it's not like a stage and it was just a very strange also i guess actually normally when i'm actually that's an interesting concept Okay, we should do a podcast episode on alter egos because I've just had like 14 brain fireworks. Oh. However, um, yeah, one one of the reasons I think I'm less nervous on stage than I am for networking meetings is because on stage I'm usually dressed up and I have a persona. Yes. Networking meetings, I'm very much myself because my business is very much myself. Not that my persona isn't myself, my alter egos are me, but they're different bits of me. Whereas the the business is very much. And do you know that's me. that's the thing? I think that's the, that I think that's why I get so um, I find it so difficult because it is it is me and it's very personal and um, and almost feels a little bit uh, like it's that idea of you know look at me showing off. You know this is this is. This is... And also, I think because we care so much. So interestingly, so one of the things I'm currently doing is one of the groups that I'm part of. Are you able to be a double member? So you can you can be two businesses at once. Oh, okay. And so I split the membership with the chocolate business that I co-own. And so each month we go and I get double amount of time so I can talk about my photography business and I can talk about my chocolate business. And... I found this for a long time with ink drops as well because it's joint and because we don't so okay with the chocolate we do make the stuff in ink drops we don't make the stationery we just buy it in um, we choose it we curate it we, we we curate it with love we speak to the suppliers we speak to the makers it's a very but it's not I think there's a crucial distinction it, we're not making yeah. it same with the chocolate we are making it but we're not producing it bean to bar mm-hmm. like we're making the chocolate and the flavours but we're not we're not growing the cocoa do you know what I mean there's a there's a there's a disc and actually crucially I am not making yes. it. The boys may feel very different about this because they are doing the physical making. I am doing the 
<clears throat> eating. No, <laughs> I'm doing the marketing. Also eating the samples. But that's fine. She keeps sending um, me these um, lovely photographs of, of chocolate. I will send you some chocolate. Anyway, so, but something that I've noticed over the years with ink drops, but it's been thrown into very sharp relief with um, tempered because I'm doing it literally in the same, in the same 120, 120 seconds? Yes. Anyway, number of seconds that I can speak for, is that when I talk about my photography, I talk about it with passion. There's a little bit of my soul that I'm hand holding mm. out, going, here you go, look at this, look at this, and please don't find it wanting. It's, yeah, look at you're it. asking people, you're go. asking people to my judge soul. your, your innermost. Here is my soul, yeah. judge it and see how you find yeah. it, and then try to be nice. When I talk about the chocolate or when I talk about ink drops, I am equally passionate about those businesses. I love them. I love them. But I find it so much easier to speak about to sell Mm -hmm. even to say hey you should try this chocolate it's bloody amazing it's really good you know or tell little stories and stuff because i'm i'm putting something i care about out and there is a little bit of my soul in it but my soul is like diluted by other people that i work with yeah and it's not just my creation that i'm pulling out and going here you go have my soggy heart on a plate here's, yeah here's my um, innermost you know desires yeah, and wants and everything i'm not articulating myself very I, well I, get it. When I try and i have tried to talk to people about this before and they're like oh so it's just that you prefer your photography and i'm like no like that i mean photography will always be my first love i think that will always be the thing that i find hardest to give up if i had to give everything mm. up but i love my other businesses otherwise i wouldn't be doing them because it takes a surprising amount of determination to keep doing five fucking things at once um and I love them, but there is something different when it's not something that you have made with your hands or your heart or your soul or your imagination and you are giving to people. I imagine if we were parents, we would compare this to children. That's that's Possibly. Yeah. I do regularly compare my business to my child. I say, you know, like, you guys are busy birthing kids for the last yes, five years. Or I'm just at that age business. where my friends are having children. <laughs> I am birthing my business. Also, this means I'm not going to have a baby shower but I may say no to things if my business needs me. Yes. And actually my friends have been great. They haven't said, Carly, you're being a wanker. Stop it. <laughs> They've said, yeah, that's really important. Actually, if you're not having children, you need a legacy. And I'm like, uh-huh, exactly. legacy. That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is um, it. It's true, like you actually. say, you're leaving a piece of yourself and you're putting it out there. And for me, although I hope that both um, Ink Drops and Tempered do have, um, and a couple of other bits that I'm launching and this podcast come to that, I hope that the things that I do jointly do have legacies for me as a personal thing like the thing i would love the most is for some of my photos to survive me mm. um in fact maybe there's another podcast in that yeah you know, in legacy and how that looks and um not in a morbid way just in a like what what are we doing with this life I... yes let's talk about the meaning of life that's not a big subject <laughs> at all definitely can't do that in an hour i don't think <laughs> definitely not but it's just i don't know i think it's really interesting um how how we feel and i'm sure that that actually i'm sure the reason that a lot of people don't find the the like-minded people or they say oh because people do say to me they're like oh i struggle to find friends Mm. that think the same way as me that i haven't known for years and years and years and you know people do have their established groups and stuff but i think if you are willing to put yourself out there and be a little bit first that being the technical term yeah that's a thing do it louder for the podcast Um, carla that's better um (laughs) Entirely unrelated to our previous chat, where I said eat. Um, and, yeah, I think if you're prepared to, to kind of put yourself out there first, you will find those people. Yes. Um, but it, it's quite a brave step to take. It's, you you have to make yourself vulnerable a little bit, don't you? And, yeah, yeah. in order to find and, and those And sometimes, people. like you've said, 
you knew you weren't going to love it, but you gritted your teeth and did it anyway, yeah. and it has had a good result, even though it wasn't what you it was important to me. wanted to do I... in terms of going to that first meeting. Yeah, well, I knew I could not have a community, friends, you know, acquaintances, whatever. Um, like I say, I think I said this in the last podcast that we recorded, but... Um, Sorry, there's a cat crawling. Sorry, I can see desk. Louis <laughs> behind, and I can see him about to cause chaos. <laughs> if you hear a crash, it's because he's done something. Um, it won't be a crash; it'll be him shouting at yeah, you. Yeah, probably. Um, yes. Yeah, so what was I saying? Yes, it was. A, I knew that if I didn't take that leap, um, you know, I, having moved to a new country where I knew nobody other than my husband who was here, um, it was very important for me to actually go out and find some friends i had to i had to be the proactive person i had to be the vulnerable person to go yes. and find those people yeah. even though yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i've got people like you that i can talk to yeah, uh, yeah. online and this is the thing you know i love you to pieces and we talk every day and that's great mm. and the same with you know i've got i'm very lucky to have a, a good handful of really close friends yes. um and i'm very lucky to have really close friends nearby as well um but i think it's about having that variety and that kind of um sort of depth and breadth of of friendships for all the different things that you because you when you are a business owner you have a lot of different things and that might just lead us quite neatly onto finding people who do the same thing as you yes your industry peers i think you wrote down industry peers which kind of sounds a bit knobbish but you know let's go with it that does sound a bit (laughs) knobbish but that's that's fine um i meant i was trying to find a way of saying like people that do the same thing as you but also think the same way as you but aren't absolute massive twats. Yes. But that doesn't really roll off the tongue, does no. it? No, so... industry peers is, yeah, works. Carry on with that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It is, it, um, do you know, it's one of the, I've got a story about this actually, because um, uh, when I first, when I first kind of sort of started to have inklings of wanting to move into copywriting, um, I actually met uh, another copywriter through that wedding okay. industry um, okay, yeah. networking group that I went to. Sorry, I've got, I've got uneaten meat on my desk and the cat is now trying to catch it. So I'm just going to move it over I did wonder why you were, like, juggling the box. (laughs) Because he'll he'll have his head in it and we're trying to eat it. Get down, you little shitbag. It's a good job we we have swearing on this podcast, isn't it? It's like, yeah, well, you know, if you have cats, you swear. (laughs) Oh, my God. You can have nice things or cats and you can have cats or you can be a nice person that doesn't swear. Yes, totally. There you go. I happen to be a nice person that swears. Yes, Likewise, I'll go with that. That's cool. Yeah, so, so yes, anyway, so this sorry, um, I digress. this wedding industry group, I actually it was one of the one of the last meetings I went to before I left the UK actually, and there was this woman there who was a copywriter, and it was like I I was so excited to actually talk to somebody because I had all of these questions about being a copywriter, but couldn't afford to like go on a course or and it was just it was silly little things like oh you know how do you how do you um, find your clients or how do you collect the information that you need to be able to write for them and it's stuff that I probably would have figured yeah. out but um so we ended up actually I think I sent her a message and we ended up backwards and backwards and forwards talking and um and she was so supportive and so wonderful and actually ended up referring my first client to me which was fantastic um and it kind of rolled from there you know we and we keep in touch now um but and also then I've met other copywriters since um i i I am very passionate about actually it sounds bad I I like to go and have a nose and see who's around that does the same thing as me not because I want to see how much they're charging or you know what they're doing or trying to compete with them but because I want to get to know them and actually get to know some people who are doing the same thing as me uh, and yeah. you know and, and I, I because then those people can understand things that are a little more 
um, related to your niche. field. Yeah, much more your niche. The kind of characters you're laughing at. I'm my sorry, cat I'm now, not laughing you? at you. There's just <laughs> Louis's face is just like sliding past the screen. Such a devil. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and I think it is yes. that. Um, no, I think that's yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was listening. No, that's I fine. Um, and I think actually, photography yeah. is probably a really good good one for that as well because um, photographers are. So I was actually really surprised by photography because in the... So I started out... I know you guys... Are, well, you may or may not have listened to our interviews at the beginning, but I started out my um, my self-employed career in blogging and uh, jewellery making. And both of those things... I mean, I know now it's probably a bit different, but in the sort of like late, late 2000s, so sort of eight, nine, seven, eight, nine-ish... Um, it was a really friendly community. Like blogging was great. Like blo- I made friends. In fact, I've got friends who I made through my first blog who I've never met, but we still keep in touch. We still write each other letters. We still like, it's lovely. It's, it's really, really lovely. And, um, because it was a, it was a community based, like you didn't start a blog to make money in those days. You started a blog because you wanted to. And then if it made money, great, mm. it was much easier to make money out of it then I have to say. Um, but mainly what you did is you started a blog so that you could wave your little geek flag around and find some like-minded geek people. Yes. Fucking brilliant. Similarly with the making, there were forums. This was in the, well before Facebook and Instagram. Like I started all of this well before Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of that. Um, and so we had and actually when facebook and twitter and instagram i think that's the other thing people forget when facebook started in fact i had a status this morning from 14 years ago when i first started facebook when i first got facebook which said which admittedly was you know it was an amount of time ago um but it said it said i am so excited in fact it didn't even have an i am it was when it used to say oh, yeah, yeah. and then you'd fill it and in do the little, and yeah. it said so excited because she finally has wireless internet <laughs> That is how old I am. That is how long I've been on Facebook. Um, so although the, the stuff existed, it wasn't, we didn't have the, it was very much a personal thing. It wasn't for sharing businesses. We didn't have business pages. And it's really hard to imagine now not having that stuff. Mm. Instagram, I don't think, I vaguely remember looking at Instagram in about, I don't know, I can't remember when it was. Anyway, so there was that. So let, let's talk maybe 2006, seven ish we were looking at all this stuff and I was doing some fairs and I was doing some um, some handmaking stuff. And the way that you connected with people is that you wrote about your shit on online forums yeah. and then other people would respond. And if you had, for example, you were like, oh, and I soldered this thing and it didn't work. I wonder why. And they'd go, oh, did you try this other type of solder? And it was just a very friendly, open, communicative. It was lovely. Then I took up photography mm. in my placement year and I'd always kind of carted cameras around, but you know i took it out properly my boss taught me how to shoot it was all lovely i really loved it so i got back to uni for my final year and i joined the photography society and i found some forums and i was like oh i can talk to real people this would be great and i got my first i think it was i'm not even sure if it was proper photo it might have been proper photoshop anyway got a copy of photoshop so i like teaching myself how to do composites and stuff and don't get me wrong my early attempts were shit <laughs> like so shit. like any beginner I'm happy to acknowledge but even at the time, I was like, well, they're not great, but I'd quite like some constructive criticism. So I barreled in all guns. And even some of my photos, some of them there, I could, the composition is good, the lighting is shit. The lighting is accidentally good, the composition is shit. Mm. Like, I was a beginner. Yeah. You know, we all start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was very surprised then when I posted my, um, posted my work. So we are talking late 2006, early 2007 at this point. And I posted some of my, my work when I'd been shooting for like a year or so uh, on a forum. And I was like, oh, I really like some constructive criticism. 
fuck me, it was the least constructive criticism I've ever had in my life. Uh, people were actively rude, oh. actively mean. And this was on a photography forum as well. Uh, they were critical, they were rude, they were borderline abusive. Um, and it you just couldn't get any help anywhere. And then when I had the issue, I mean, this is obviously much later, but when I had the issue, um, there was one forum which was quite nice, which I stayed on. Um, and then when I had the issue with the camera that we've talked about before, um, I was like, oh, I'll sneak back there and see. Because, you know, there's some very experienced people. And there's some people producing gorgeous work there. Mm. So I was genuinely in awe of their work. I went... And again, it was like, oh, no, you're just shit. Women can't use cameras. Oh. No, it's just the way you're shooting. And I was just like, seriously? Like, I can't be doing with this. This is a shit industry. I don't want to be in this industry. This is bollocks. So at that point, I kind of shelved my dreams of, of doing anything proper with it. And then a few years later, I met Sarah, and then the rest is kind of history. But... I was stunned to find because the, the online communities I'd been part of had been without exception friendly mm. and nice and supportive and photography weirdly I found to be secretive and angry and accusatory and it was so weird um, but just to so kind of interject a, on that yeah. because my I had a very similar early experience with photography forums as well actually and oh, interesting. the majority of see not just me no, not just not me just there's always someone else who's had a similar experience the majority okay. of people who behaved that way were I hate to say it they were men um, mm. and I think it was probably around the sort of time where maybe um, there weren't that many female photographers young female photographers about um and it was I, I don't know whether it was just classed as a more male thing to do um because it's quite a technical uh, skill you know that's needed for it i have no idea i don't i, don't I think know. traditionally it probably yes. is and i mean i didn't mean to divert to talk about photography it was more to to, to bring into focus that supportive community of peers mm. versus shit community of technically peers but actually but i, I think really it should also associated with them because they were shit exactly but i like, think it should also so be interesting to find we should clarify there that uh, uh, photography communities there are some really good ones out there now that are much yes better. and so that's what i was going to get to yeah. so so now i have a couple of groups that i'm part of they are mostly female i also know some fantastic male photographers mm. but i've now got a very good bullshit radar yes. so now when i meet someone and they start to talk to me and they start to to bullshit me about oh, i've got the best lights in the world blah blah, blah. i'm like uh-huh are they the same ones that are in my studio oh look they are they're good they're probably not the best ones in the world um or people that there are people bless them who will tell me oh and i spent this much on my camera and i'm like that's nice what photos do you take oh no but it's got this lens and i'm like that's nice what photos do you take um and i have a particular joy when people try to blind me with uh with because i can't i'm reasonably technical i just don't that's not the bit i emphasize in my photography because i don't shoot for technical i shoot for emotion i shoot to capture a story I always have. They are technically good photographs, but I am not going for like, oh, it's got perfect this, that and the other. I'm like, ah, do you like it? Yes. Do you like it as my client? Does it tell the story? Does it get you more clients? That's what I'm all about. The important stuff. And I know that you're similar. The important (laughs) stuff. Yeah, exactly. I do have a little bit of an issue with focus, but you're working on it. Um, As in, I'm picky about it. Yes, she's very picky about it. Anyway, so, sorry, I got a bit sidetracked there. There are some amazing communities that I've been very lucky to find. Um, which have entirely the opposite. So again, within photography, so you can say, and and that's the thing I think about finding your industry peers. I've really got to find a better way of saying that, haven't we? Like, it anyway, works. Um, 
finding the people who are like you in your industry and that's where the word peers is important it's just people that do the same thing as you it's people that think like you as well because then like sarah said earlier when you go in and you go i've got this bloody client that wants xyz thing that i don't do and four other people leap into the conversation and go oh yeah me too this is how i dealt with it Mm. it is i cannot describe the feeling of relief it is the best thing in the world and you won't get that from other businesses because every business has its own little weird quirks yeah I mean, actually. So, although you need business owners, you also do need people who do the thing that you yeah, do, yeah. so that you've got that specific knowledge. Well, and that's the thing. A, a really good example is a photography group that you and I are both part of, and especially in the current climate with the pandemic, there's been lots of photographers there really struggling with um, problems that they've had with clients, you know, postponing shoots and 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 everything. And so, lots of, or they've been they've been up against insurance companies or mm-hmm. you know venues or all these things. So actually being able to go into that group and say, guys, I've had this email from from a client and I don't know how to deal with that. And suddenly getting not just two or three, we're talking about 15, 20, 30 responses. Sharing their own Exactly, to help so you. You feel, you feel less alone. Yes. You have practical advice. You have experiences that you can use. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. And that is worth And that lack way. of secrecy. Mm. Oh, my God, so much. Absolutely. So much. And I regularly say to people, I would pay to be part of that community. Yes. Actually, the people who founded it, I don't think that's that's the way they want it to go. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's amazing. So I think that would be... Um, sorry, that was a bit of a diversion. But, but to illustrate the point, again, of like finding... I think the whole... All of this, I think if there's one thing that I would like you to take away, I don't know, Sarah, if you feel the same. One thing that you take away from our, our wafflings today would be that your people are out there, but you might need to... To use a dating analogy, you might need to kiss a few frogs to find them. <laughs> Amen, sister. I don't suggest going to a networking meeting and trying to snog everyone there. That's going to get you kicked out very quickly. It depends on the kind of networking meeting it is, really. It depends on the kind of networking meeting. But most of the ones I have been to, I think, would be like... Mm. I've just There's a couple that I've been to um, where I would not want to do that with some of the people that... Also, I'm just going to, like, pandemic? Oh, yeah. Mm. Don't kiss no, randoms. don't do there's that. There's a pandemic happening. Don't do that. Um, don't touch your face. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. It, and if you're going to kiss them, do it one at a time. Yes. Like, don't just move around spreading your gems. That's not what we want right now. <laughs> However, I think online you is might a have really, to try a few. Especially if um, you're new to an area or you're new to yes. a profession, online is a really good place to start because it doesn't necessarily just have to be in your area. Um, yes. although... And it's quite low stakes, isn't it? If you put a post out and it gets a few bites or it doesn't get a few yes. bites, it doesn't feel so pressured yes. does it you can kind of take that at your own exactly. pace whereas if you're in a room and someone says hi you kind of have to say yeah. hi back otherwise but i do feel then as your rude. confidence grows then perhaps look for some face-to-face groups you know as and when yep. they're happening yeah, um and yeah because I, I think that that's worth its weight as well where you said about they the, the, the one of the groups that you're part of is it's great that they um are like-minded but they're also local so that if you want to gather together and um hash things out or taking the way we met into account if you have a local person who also does what you do who has some similar knowledge or even better knowledge than you then you have this issue where when you have an issue that no other fucker can solve you can actually say guys because i would literally not be i mean i would have found my way there eventually i think i've I've learned enough about myself in the last couple of years to know that i am a lot more resilient than i give myself credit for and i would have found my way but i wouldn't have been here right now yes. because without meeting you and you going oh yeah it's definitely the camera not yeah. you don't worry mm. It's a, it's a small it's a small sentence to have changed everything yeah. but you were the only person I knew who had that knowledge who was willing to share it and I think that is massive yeah 
Um, similarly, actually, I feel like actually on the other way, at risk of rehashing our story many times, um, I feel like similarly, although I was doing some mentoring at the time and that was kind of one of the ways I made money, um, I remember you saying to me, oh, I'd really like to do mentoring. And I know some people who would have gone, oh, it's a dreadful idea because it's something you... I was like, yeah, fuck, do that. Why aren't you already doing that? That's amazing. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Because that's the way that we are. And I, I think that benefits both our businesses, yes. all our clients, all of the people that we know. Like, I don't think there's anything to be gained from secrecy. And, no, like, me, absolutely. My precious. Share, it's, it's not, share it's it all. Share, yeah. all the sharing. Yeah, I'm down with that. But also use your judgment because there are some people out there who will... There are but indeed, yes. Judgment. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. That, but know, don't I let think, that stop you. I think that's what makes it hard. And I think that's what... what um why people put walls up initially because of because of their their unfortunately there are some assholes and some people will have had a bad experience yes. and it, it is it's a scary thing to do it with, is. but i think that on the whole um, actually then actually that's probably a really yeah. good tip as well to to give if um if you are looking for a community um actually see if there are um i know it's difficult if you if it's a community that you're new to and you're or an industry you're new to but ask people about good communities that they're in people that they've got to mm. know and um i mean say this this um, photography community i am regularly any kind of any any woman photographer that i work with i'm like are you in this group do you want to be in this group because i will come and invite you to it because it's awesome you know and um it it's yeah you're, you're giving people and actually that. when it grows like that it benefits everybody yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so again, I, I don't necessarily like the like secretiveness. Yes. Um, and I think that's a really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's a good note to end. I think on. so. Yes, definitely. Yeah, cool. Um, but again, hope hope you found that useful. Um, I hope that you've resonated, and you know, we'd love to hear if anyone's got any networking horror stories. I'd love to hear that. Um, I haven't. I don't think I've done anything too horrendous yet. Um, I feel like. Of what networking wise? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I've got horror stories. I think my, my proud moment so far was when I turned up, um, actually not intentionally, although sometimes I do do it intentionally, wearing a unicorn horn because I happen to have it on. And then <laughs> I got into the forget? meeting on Zoom and people were like, I totally forgot. And someone was like, oh, that's really cool. And then uh, the lady who was running it was like, oh, does anyone else have things they can put on their head? And people ended up with stuff like the teddy bear's knickers and <laughs> someone else had Minnie Mouse ears and somebody else had, I can't remember, there was like, you would be amazed how many people when just sitting at their desk with no warning are like, oh yeah, here's a thing I can stick on my head, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to know. <laughs> That's my proudest networking moment, I think. I like that one. What's your, what's your, just to finish, what's your proudest or most horrific? Horrific? Horrific. horrific. I can't speak. Carry I on. I don't know if I've had any horrific experiences. That's a good thing. It is I a feel. good thing. Do you know, it's maybe not necessarily a proudest moment, but the very first networking I ever went to, um, I was so afraid about going by myself because I knew these people online, but I'd never met any of them. Um, so I put a little message in the group and I said, look, I, I really want to come to this networking, but I'm absolutely terrified. And one of them immediately sent me a private message and she said, I'll meet you 10 minutes before and we can walk in together. And oh, yeah, lovely. and that was actually, that was why I stayed with that group was was because of that one thing. Um and yeah immediately with that community spirit thing so yeah um, that's lovely already. yeah and that was probably probably the, the the most pertinent memory from networking that i've ever had so yes there you go see there you go. networking well networking community all of those things, all of those things find the right one for definitely. you and it will all be good i agree so lovely thank you very much for listening everybody we should uh, probably do Indeed. our little end splurgy bit that we're really shit at now <laughs> <laughs> do you think we'll ever get better no i think, think we should just like keep highlighting the fact that we're time, we'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of a tradition now yes. isn't it to be shit so at yes it. rate um, review 
uh, give us five stars, um, subscribe, subscribe, yes, share, share, share us if you like Absolutely. us. Absolutely, um, we are. Yeah. We I do hope that, and if obviously the other thing we would always like is um, uh, if you've got anything you want us to talk yes. about, anything you want us to tackle, um, give us a share. There is a there's a contact um, form on the website which is creativereboot.co. Um, by all means, tell us your you know something that you really want us to talk about or if you want to be on the podcast we would love to have more people so yeah yep. absolutely um and that's pretty much yeah pretty much and it. you I can think, follow us you can find us at yeah go on we're right <laughs> we the same thing, again didn't we <laughs> we really should go write on. this out i keep saying it we really should write this out <laughs> we are creative it's much much more entertaining this way now, oh yeah feel, absolutely but... we are creative reboot co on facebook and instagram uh, yeah, and we you can find us on the web at creativereboot.co. Marvelous, there you go. Lovely, thanks so much, guys. We'll catch up with you next Have time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.